in the mid-19th century, the Bishop of Liverpool, J.C. Ryle, wrote a series of essays addressing the contemporary issues of the church and culture of his day in order to bring biblical clarity to confused Christians and the culture. He described the issues of his day as knots on a rope that needed to be untied. While the issues may be different here in the 21st century, they are no less important or daunting. Carrying on that tradition, welcome to Knots Untied. Well, hello, dear listener. It is Gene Sherman, and I am here in the studio flying solo without my good friend and mentee, Zach Jones. Uh, we're continue to pray for Zach as he now is a captain in the United States Army as a chaplain. And uh, if you're listening to this, Zach, uh, God bless you, brother. We're praying for you and, and your beautiful wife, Bethany, and just we miss you. And uh, we're launching into a new series and season here in Knots Untied. And so I just want to let the listener know that we are going to be at least once a month having guest speakers. Uh, I'm sending out invitations to people in the Christchurch community, at least. You'll be well aware of their names, names such as my friend Kyle McClellan, Paul House, and beyond. And so we're going to be addressing the naughty issues of our day, as you heard in the intro, as we seek to follow the Lord with a little different format going forward. Today, as we are now in the 13th day of January, uh, I want to encourage everyone as we mentioned at the end of the year, to get into the Bible. And we're doing emotionally healthy spirituality here at Christ Church West Shore and focusing on our own personal walks with the Lord, that you cannot be a spiritually mature Christian unless you're emotionally healthy. Because you can be a 90-year-old Christian, but you're in reality a one-year-old Christian 90 times, using Pete Scazzaro's... uh, phraseology there. And so having said that, I want to encourage and exhort the congregation to read the Bibles for themselves. And when you do that, what plan do you have? What are you using? Because it is so often in our culture today within the church, people will start off on January 1st with a Bible reading plan. They'll read the Bible in a year. And I want to just throw a little challenge to you this afternoon, today, whenever you're listening to this. Why do you have to read it in a year? Rather than just setting a goal that you may really struggle to keep, why don't we make reading the scriptures, God's word, a lifestyle rather than a box to be checked off on a Bible reading list? For nine years, I used the Student Life Bible. There was read the Bible through word for word every three years. And by doing it that way and and taking my time, I became much more familiar with it. And I just read literally a chapter a day. And typically for me, I, I don't read the Bible on Sundays, even when I was a teacher and a coach, I would, I would go to church, bring my Bible, and I'd focus on the passage 
which the minister preached on. And in the afternoon, I might open up that passage and, and, and let the Lord speak to me through his word in that way. And so I doubled up on Saturday. Uh, I read two chapters on Saturdays. And I always had a journal next to me or a notebook that basically saying, okay, what verse or passage stuck, stuck, uh, struck me? And I wrote that passage down and, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with this now? And just asking the Lord. And then that formed my prayers as a, as a layperson at that time. And so as I, I came into full-time ministry in 1996, I made the goal to start reading it through the year. And ever since then, yeah, I, I do read the Bible in a year using the Table Talk magazine reading plan. I prefer that. You guys received that if you're a Christchurch member on a Realm post about you know December 30th or so. But I know some people receive that and they go, no way, I can't do that. And I want you to know that's okay. The point is don't use someone else's plan that works for them. Use one which works for you. If the Table Talk one works for you, great. If the Daily Office in the back of the prayer book works for you, Great, but whatever it is, let's make reading the Bible systematically cover to cover an intentional plan. So maybe you start off reading using the Table Talk plan, for example, and you you miss a day because life happens sometimes, right? Well, rather than trying to double up your reading, why don't you just pick up where you left off? Instead of reading the Bible in a year, you read it in a year and a half or two years or three years or four years. But you're reading a, you're getting in the word each and every day. And so I want to encourage all of you to consider that and looking at using the tools that, that you have before you. Like I said, the table talk plan, the Bible reading plan. Uh, we have several members that are using the chronological Bible reading plan. So you read it chronologically, not just through whole books. There's a positive and negative of every Bible reading plan, but you need to find out what works best for you and make your Bible reading a lifestyle, not merely a discipline or a task because God wants to meet us in his word, brothers and sisters. As we open it up and we pray, Lord, show me your glory he will. And sometimes it's kind of hard when you're in a list of chronological names. Where do you see God's glory in that? And so uh, let's, let's be about it. And let's not only get into the Bible for ourselves, but get in the Bible in community. As you know, we're, we're in this campaign called Emotionally Healthy Discipleship. Um, we're, we're staying together because of COVID and literally two thirds of our congregation is watching online right now. At least I pray they're watching online. But actually, our numbers are pretty good um, compared, especially to what other churches are enduring at this time. So you need three books on top of the Bible when you come on Sundays. You don't have to bring them, but you need to have them in order to engage the material. You need Pete Scazzaro's Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. You need the workbook entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. 
and you need the daily office of emotionally healthy spirituality day by day, which is actually the key of this whole process for us. Because every Sunday we launch a new week. And so this past week on Sunday, I preached on the passage in 1 Samuel 15 where Saul, we see, as compared to David, is emotionally unhealthy spiritually. He's emotionally actually a wreck. And we see it as the rest of Samuel plays out. And so the key to all this is making sure we're focusing on the Lord morning and evening, morning and midday, midday and evening, whatever is best for you. And every single daily office really only takes about 10 minutes. And so use it to guide your prayers and let the word speak to you as we get into these topics. And if our lives are an iceberg and only 10% of the iceberg is actually above water and in seen where 90% is below water. We're allowing the Lord to have access to that part of our lives, which is below the water. And over the next eight weeks, that's what we're going to exactly strive to let him do so that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. That word transformed in, in Romans 12, two is the Greek word metamorpheo. We get the word metamorphosis. In other words, some of us are caterpillars, some of us are in the cocoon, and some of us are butterflies. I don't know where you are uh, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, but the whole point is, to, is you, it's a lifelong journey growing in Christ. And I want to encourage you to come along with us. Because... We must, in order to continue to make any type of impact in our culture, as well as just responding to the good news for ourselves, we need to be still and know that he is God. So therefore, dear friends, get the books, let's engage them, and I encourage you, if you're not in a group right now, we do have a couple groups. Call the office. They'll, they'll, they'll point you in the right direction over the next couple weeks because they're going to close here shortly. And if you're not in a group, then, then do the material with your spouse and engage. And don't hesitate to reach out to me at gsherman at christchurchwestshore.com. Or you, you can call my phone number, which is on the back of the bulletin. I encourage you, reach out to me, and I'm here to help in any way in your walk with the Lord. The, the, the minister's job primarily is to equip the saints for the work of ministry, and that happens through the preaching of God's Word and the teaching of God's Word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of Christ, Romans 10. And with that in mind, we also need one another. The Bible talks over and over about God's people coming together, being together, doing life together. And so uh, as we are in our various Zoom groups all over the church, it's going to be vital for each and every one of us to get plugged in and honor the group rules and love one another and encourage one another. Because in so doing, we can be transformed into what God wants us to be. 
So, dear friends, don't hesitate to reach out in any way. And I look forward to seeing you this upcoming Sunday where here at Christ Church, what we're going to be doing is focusing on two chapters later in 1 Samuel 17, looking at David, who is emotionally healthy, spiritually at this stage of his life for sure. And he's engaging that great giant Goliath. And we're going to learn from him, not as the, the, the church typically teaches him. This is not about you and me. This is not about slaying our personal giants. This is all about God. And it's all about knowing ourselves, humbling ourselves, and following Christ together. I'll see you on Sunday at 8 o'clock, 9.30, or 11.15 in person. We will have our live stream at 9.30, and we'll go from there. So God bless you all. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Knots Untied. If anything you've heard today sparks a thought or question, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to me, Gene Sherman, at gsherman at ChristChurchWestShore.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for community updates on Christchurch West Shore. God bless.